It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is A Bucket Full of Bogies by Sarah Isaacs. Hate poetry? This is the book for you. None of that horrid old boring stuff you find in dusty books at school. This is what you need to be reading now. Have you ever met the snot monster? Do you fart when your auntie squeezes you tightly? Are you scared of looking under your bed? A whole load of funny and nonsensical rhymes, which might sometimes be a teeny bit naughty. Don't show to any grown-ups, they are much too old. Recommended to be read under your bed covers when you're meant to be asleep. Warning, these poems will make you laugh a lot. This is A Bucket Full of Bogies by me, Sarah Isaacs. Toothache. The pain, the pain, it's killing me. Please help me, Mum, please do. I feel a shark has bit my lip. I'm bleeding, Mum, it's true. The pain, the pain, it's killing me. Please help me, Mum, I cry. A monster ate my cheek last night. I really wouldn't lie. The pain, the pain, it's killing me. Please help me, Mum, I plead. An evil witch has cursed my tooth. Please stop her wicked deed. The pain, my dear, is not killing you. Don't cry or scream or shout. A dentist needs to look at you. Your tooth, he'll pull it out. The pain, the pain, it's gone now, Mum. I really feel okay. I'll get my shoes and grab my coat. I'm off to school today. Sore tummy. I had a poorly tummy, so I had the day off school. I knew that I'd been missing art and English, which was cool. So curling round my pillows, lying down upon my bed, I flicked around the channels, wanting something fun instead. A programme full of nature, showing insects, bats and birds. A man spoke of the little things and used elaborate words. But soon enough, the cameraman had focused on a snake. He whispered gently while it moved and slithered past a lake. Now, snakes are not my favourite things. They're silent and they're sneaky and slimy too with raisin eyes, which makes them look real creepy. I got to thinking about this snake and how it moves around, the way it pushes through the soil, yet slides on solid ground. I'm certain if you keep a snake, just like a regular pet, you'd need special snake oil that you'd purchase from your vet. Cause if I moved around by only sliding on my tongue, my skin would then be similar to a monkey's ruddy bum. The oil would be so soothing on the skin so chapped and sore. And if it got so sensitive, the snake could ask for more. I'm feeling very sorry about the habits of the snake. There are very few decisions they can plumb for or can take. But if I've learned a thing or two by watching daytime telly, it's really not advisable to move 
just on your belly. Reading time, Grayson. It's reading time now, Grayson. So put your things away. You're 30 minutes focus and you need to read today. No Xbox games or screen time. What page were you on last? Let's use your homemade bookmark and try not to read too fast. I know you hate your reading. Please come and take a look. There's pictures and great characters. It's such a lovely book. Now, where do you think you're going? Wheeling out your mountain bike. Your book is right in front of you, right there. What's not to like? Well, don't be very long then. Go and get some air and spend your time just reading. I suppose that's sort of fair. Don't do the same as last week. You didn't hear me call. You belted off to play with Jake while dribbling with that ball. So come on back to read, son. You'll learn so much, you see. It's hard to be illiterate. So please, don't be like me. Mum's in the loo. My mum, she rushes up the stairs, then slams the bathroom door. She's going to be an hour or so, or maybe even more. I know that while she's sitting there, she reads her favourite book. I hear the pages rustle, so no one needs to take a look. But when her time is finished, flushing water round the bowl, I hear her scream and shout at me, she needs a toilet roll. Bored. Many times I've been at school and found it very boring. My eyes have stared up at the board, but in my head, I'm snoring. I've looked around and watched the birds flying all around. No maths for them, nor English too. No tiresome teacher sounds. But what if I became a bird with long black silky wings? I join the flock and own the sky where other birdies sing. I'd never need to do exams or sit through science tests. A different view, I'd see the world and then return to nest. The sun would warm my polished head. I'd savour dewy grass whilst friends of mine had open books their brains engaged in class. Perhaps I'd miss my football team and bikes cannot be flown. My claws might scratch my DVDs. These flacks I should have known. My friends would shoo me off their chips whilst playing in the park. I'd miss my stories read by mum in bed when it gets dark. A skateboard would look silly with a bird upon the deck. A humbler life I'd need to lead, with far less stuff high-tech. I wouldn't have the strength to hold a bat or tennis racket. My preference would be pecking scraps from out of old crisp packets. Perhaps my life is not that bad. I'd hate to be a bird, to miss that awesome teacher sound. What me? Gosh, how absurd. Don't look under the bed. Don't look under the bed, Ted. A monster you will find. With greasy hair, he'll be right there and won't be very kind. Don't look under the bed, Ted. A sneaky snake lies there, all curled around your dressing gown with yellow eyes that stare. Don't look under the bed, Ted. It's giving me the creeps. A deadly sight lies there tonight that never, ever sleeps. Don't look under the bed, Ted. Please listen now, you must. 
It's waiting there to grab your hair and turn you into dust. Don't look under the bed, Ted. Ted? Ted! A bath, please, Marcus. A bath, please, Marcus, Mum shouted up to me. I can't, I said. Not right now. I'm making Teddy tea. A bath, please, Marcus. It's getting very late. I can't, I said. Not right now. My room is in a state. A bath, please, Marcus. Then you can go to sleep. I can't, I said. Not right now. My soldiers crashed his jeep. A bath, please, Marcus. You need to wash that hair. I can't, I said. Not right now. I'm cuddling Billy Bear. A bath, please, Marcus. I'm not asking you again. I'm really very tired, Mum. I'm napping in my den. Then bed, please, Marcus. You need to have your rest. Forget the dirt. I'll tuck you up. My bed, not bath, is best. So that was Sarah Isaacs with her fabulous book, A Bucket Full of Bogies. This is part three, isn't it? So welcome, Sarah. Thank you, uh, Karen. It's, uh, it's great to come back and read some more from my book. Ah, oh, they're really great stories, really fun, uplifting stories. So where did you get the inspiration from for all these different tales? Well, I wanted to write something that children would be able to laugh at, um, but also encourage them to read. So that was my, my first uh, idea, that they had to find it interesting enough to read and to open the book, because many children just don't like reading, which is a shame. Um, so many of the ideas... Um, I mean, I'm a teacher as well as an author, so you can imagine many of my ideas have either come from school um, themselves or uh, different memories and different thoughts uh, that I've had as growing up, really, I guess. Um, I mean, all of us, I guess, at some point have sort of sat in a classroom and stared outside and always looks more interesting to be out there than being in your massive classroom (laughs) much more interesting so so just different things like that and um, I have a younger brother and I guess as children we used to we used to I won't tell you exactly what we used to do but when you read the poetry you might think "Mm, okay but yeah we just uh, we just got different ideas from family life I guess so how long did it take you to collate all the stories and then actually put it to print and get this book published I guess in total, um, it would have taken about nine months thereabouts. Um, and that doesn't mean to say that I was sitting there thinking, right, I'm going to write a book now. And I just wrote, you know, uh, wrote it very logically one after the other. Sometimes I might have had a poem and put it away in a drawer somewhere and then get it back out again, uh, revise that. And some days I might sit there and write three pa- three pieces of poetry and nothing yeah. in months. So um and obviously there are always things that hold it up through the publishing process but uh, so all in all about about uh, about nine months i guess about nine months that's really good going actually so which is your favorite story do you think out of this book and which one do you most enjoy reading to the little ones 
I like reading the disgusted one, which yes. is uh, all about <laughs> you know why custard is yellow. Why is it that? Why is it yellow? <laughs> why is it yellow? Who invented that? Um, so there's that one, and the the holiday nightmare as well. I quite like because I've got yeah. lots of uh, memories of you know feeling sick in cars, traveling to Cornwall, and. Oh, it's just, uh, you know, it makes you wonder why our parents actually ever got... Ever take children on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been better just to stay at home. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think those two are my favourites, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what other projects are you working on at the moment? And what other books have you actually printed, Sarah? Well, um, I've printed two other ones. I had uh, two others published. Um... One is called, it's a bit of a long title, both of them have long titles. One is uh, Derek the Alien and the Orange Jelly Planet. And (laughs) the other one is Derek the Alien and the Raspberry Milkshake Sky. And uh, both, believe it or not, are about an alien named Derek. And these are picture books suitable for quite young children, up to probably the age of five, maybe six. Um, uh, So those those are like my first two. And then um, I did some collaboration with some authors from Team Author um, and they put together a book which uh, were all for indie authors. And I wrote a couple of, um, I contributed to that, wrote a couple of stories for that. So those weren't children's stories, they were um, more for grown-ups, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously I've got this one. So, but there's always something you know, that I'm on the go with. Um, so even though one book has been published or I'm in the middle of writing one, there's always something else underneath. So you're really busy with your writing. And of course, you're a primary school teacher as well. So you're homeschooling at the moment. How do you relax? What do you do in your spare time to switch off? Or are you one of those people that maybe cannot switch off? Well, um, I think I am one of those people that doesn't switch off. So uh, if you see me sitting down, it's usually I'm probably running through an idea in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm I'm quite a, a, a crafty person. That sounds a bit uh, bit strange, but I enjoy making things. Um, yeah. So I'm always either making things, sewing things, gluing, you know, all of that. Some people find that their therapy is when they're, I don't know, baking in the kitchen. Yeah. But I think my kitchen tends to house a lot more of my crafts and glues and glue gun and all sorts of things i've got loads of stuff so um i'm quite happy to sort of you know sort of sit and and mess around doing that if i'm not writing yeah do you find that you're getting more writing done during lockdown or do you find that with your teaching you're obviously still really busy yeah i'm um i'm still i mean i teach um you know from uh, i teach online and i teach a private tuition from children from about age well from about year three or four all the way up to year 11 so and 12 I should say year 11 and 12 um so I'm my you know so I have to put different hats on during the day um so there are gaps that I have during the time um yeah I think probably there's more to I get more done I think during this time than if I was to go out to work you know leave the house at seven o'clock and uh, come back at six and you know, there's obviously uh, more time spent at home. So, yeah. Oh, well, Sarah, as usual, it's been so lovely talking to you and hearing more wonderful stories from your book, A Bucket Full of Bogies. So for our listeners, um, if they would like to purchase the book or maybe get in contact with you, how, how can they reach you? 
Um, I suppose the easiest way is to um, just log on to Amazon and you can pick up the book um, order online. So Amazon would be the first protocol, call, I guess. But I also um, have books that I can send you if anybody gets in touch with me, that's my email address is sarahisaacsauthor at outlook.com. People can get in touch with me through um, my website as well, which is sarahisaacsauthor.co.uk. Um, and if you do it that way, then I can send you the book. I can sign it inside and I can also pop some uh, some bookmarks and some stickers relating to the book so that's for any of my books actually so uh, if you wanted sort of a little bit more of a personal touch then uh, I can do it that way as well so that's that's brilliant that's a really nice touch isn't it oh well Sarah thanks for joining us today and I wish you all the best in the future thank you ever so much thanks for having me Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK, independent publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch, as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.